You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Amari Cooper's better. I'm still naming people better than Chase Claypool. <laughs> This guy's tripping. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, coming up, guys, we got Yeah Man, No Man on the way. Uh, but we need to talk to Darren Eels right now, and he is on the waitforward.com hotline. Mm. First thing is first, Darren. We didn't have Gonzalo. We didn't have uh, Tiago, and we were still able to get a result. How rewarding was that uh, over the weekend? Yeah, hi guys. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? I thought, um, you know, it was a really good performance. It obviously helped when they went down to 10 men, but we were already 1-0 up then and dominating the game. So I think, you know, it was a fair reflection of, of how we played. But yeah, exciting to get that win. Um, obviously, after winning the American Family Insurance Cup in the midweek before that, I think that gave us a boost. And I thought, you know, it was great to see Joseph and Luis, you know, setting each other up for the goals and just, you know, it looked like, um, you know, we were dangerous going forwards and obviously a clean sheet at the back. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll take that any day of the week. It really was a, a great atmosphere. And certainly, I mean, you could argue that Joseph could have had three or four goals in that one. Uh, and then once you got the red cards, one thing we brought up yesterday talking uh, with Jason Longshore, Darren, is if only all, all of the MLS officials would call the game like that because we got so used to that persistent infringement not being called. And for those who don't follow soccer, it's basically guys beating up your guys and they wouldn't let uh, Miami get away with that uh, on Saturday or Sunday. No, I think we were due, weren't we? I mean, I think it's, um, you know, had perhaps a couple of tough decisions go against us. So it was quite nice to get one that, you know, I thought was the right decision. Obviously, Marcelino was going through and it was a second yellow. Um, but, yeah, you know, we got used to not getting those calls. So it's quite nice when it actually went our way. Darren, fill us in on a couple of the signings that have taken place. I know it's official on the website, and you guys have put it out there. Tell us about who we got, and uh, how long do we have them? Is this just a loan situation? Are they with us for the rest of the season? What's going on? Yeah, so firstly, we've got a keeper, um, Raul Godinho, who came from Chivas, so he was playing in Liga MX. He's got five caps for the Mexican national team and, and he's a free agent we've got him for the rest of this season with an option and obviously we were delighted to to be able to get some strength in depth on the goalkeeping front and uh, you know obviously to get a Mexican international and someone that you know is a big presence he's six foot five and he'll you know add competition to that goalkeeper position because uh, remember we've got to do this you know against the salary cap and and limited sort of <laughs> roster slot availability so that was positive for us and then Juan Parata sort of rhymes with Barata the cheese uh, we got him signed a uh, player that played at Tigres in Liga MX as well so someone that uh, Gonzalo knows obviously through his contacts as well from uh, from Mexico and again we feel like he's someone that has you know played behind some top quality central defenders that Tigres has but you know we like what we've seen about him what we've heard about him and uh, we're hoping he's going to add competition to that defensive position because as you guys know we've had these injuries particularly in the defensive air of the pitch so this is a, a way for us to try and strengthen going into the second half of the season because we're obviously still very 
optimistic and focused that, you know, good things can happen this season. We love the energy of uh, Rocco Rios Novo, but boy, it's kind of tantalizing when you have a six foot five, a goalkeeper back there potentially. And, uh, and obviously, uh, Godino, Carl, you can't coach height. Uh, that, that would seem like a guy that would be a perfect fit uh, when you've got a lot of shots coming your way. Yeah, but as you said, I mean, Rocco, first game, first start in MLS, and he got a clean sheet, so it doesn't get much better than that. And I think you saw in the in the game itself against Miami, you know, he had a couple of saves he made when he needed to, and he's really good with his feet, obviously, in that sort of sweeper-keeper role of coming up the pitch and, and playing very comfortably with the ball. So, you know, Rocco did great when he had that opportunity, and obviously... You know, I've got to imagine that, uh, you know, he'll keep his place for the next game. But, you know, we just wanted to add that competition, add that depth, because right. we still have over half a season to go. Is that one of the things we kind of take for granted with Brad, though? How good he is in distributing the ball and, you know, when to go long and when to just get it to one of his backs? I think so. I think it's underrated with Brad. I mean, Brad's very good with his feet. It sort of sometimes gets forgotten a little bit, I think. And uh, he's, you know... He's great. And look, again, we've spoken about Brad. It's his sort of experience as well that we are going to miss. But, you know, Raul coming in, he's got, you know, experience playing for Mexico. That's quite an intimidating atmosphere to play in. So, you know, it's a little bit more experience as well that we're bringing to the squad. It is Darren Eels, guys. Let's talk about the schedule at Toronto, at Red Bulls. And then you talk about uh, NYCFC. The schedule here picks up. Mike was talking about it earlier, you know, when you say, all right, this is going to be a challenging stretch of of games for us, uh, matches for us. Uh, How are you guys viewing this? I know we're going to take it one game at a time, but, man, we we still have a shot, to your point, to get back into the standings, especially in the East, if we're able to get some results here on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's it's a tough stretch. I love it. I think George Campbell earlier today was asked a question, and he said we'll get nine points. So I love that fearlessness mm-hmm. of youth. Um, as we play those three, I don't think we've ever scored at Red Bull Arena playing against yeah. the Red Bulls. So we certainly, um, you know, not had a great deal of success there. But I think, look, you know, we know they're tough games, but I think we've seen the sort of the signs with Joseph coming back in the team, looking more like his old self with, you know, Luis Arruzio. I mean, it's a great finish to his first goal um, in the game against Miami. Uh, we did keep the clean sheet, so we've got some confidence in the squad. And, you know, Toronto is going to be tough. We always, you know, again, it seems to be a place we go and uh, we tend to struggle. I still remember that one when we could have won Supporter Shield and, yeah. uh, and we lost the game. I think it was 4-1 in the end. Yeah, we know it's a tough place to play. They aren't doing, you know, as well as they usually do in the league. But, you know, Bob Bradley's a great coach and we know that's going to be a tough match. So, um, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm hoping we can get, you know, pick up some points uh, on the road. And then, you know, we come back to that big game against Austin where we're going to be full stadium. Uh, we're just then, you know, just over the halfway mark. And, you know, I'm excited about our prospects. You know, we're going to have Thiago back for the New York City game. So the third game of that three-game road trip, he'll be back available. So, you know, we'll be back to full strength at that stage. And it'll be one of those rare times where we're going to be able to have all three of our designated players on the pitch at the same time, because I must admit, I haven't done the stats, but I don't think we've had longer than 25 minutes with the three of them together. Right. Just one point out of the playoffs right now, guys. Long season, as Darren likes to point out when he joins us. Darren Eels with us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Loving what Caleb Wiley's doing, but uh, as you said, Araujo, is this what you had envisioned, about what he could be up front and how he's really working well, and, and they really have the chemistry right now, he and Joseph. And Marino also had a nice uh, effort. He also been able to get the ball up to those guys. Yeah, I think, uh, and even Ronaldo, you know, works hard. Ravos Cisneros, who's worked hard up front as well. But yeah, I mean, I think that Marcelino, that second goal, you know, it took him to run the 
you know, practically the length of the pitch to get up there. And it was great from Caleb Wiley. He had a good shot. It was saved. And Luis got a shot. And, you know, he squared it back to the king and he rattled it into the back of the net. And, you know, that's what we love to see from Joseph, that ruthless finishing. And I thought that his all-around game, you know, he played the whole 90 minutes, which was great. Um, you know, he was working his socks off from start to finish. So that's certainly something that's exciting for, you know, obviously myself, but for all of our supporters to see that. And Luis, I mean, he is he is a real talent. And I think, you know, if we can just get him to to sort of unlock that on a consistent basis, game by game, and then you add Thiago in when he comes back from suspension, then I think we've got a real potent attack. And, you know, we know we've had our issues at the back, but we had a clean sheet. And, you know, if we can just cut out those silly mistakes going forward, I think we've got the makings of a really good team. Darren, we have not had a chance to visit with you since the announcement last week as uh, Atlanta being named one of the host cities for the 2026 World Cup. Um, when you look at the cities that were chosen, uh, seven of the 11 have artificial turf, including us. And I'm curious to know, I mean, we know by then uh, we're going to have grass or at least they'll be able to bring in grass and into Mercedes-Benz. Have you guys thought about grass at all? Yeah, well, obviously for the World Cup, we we knew going into the bid that you have to have grass. That's obviously a non-negotiable. I think what will be interesting for us, Carl, is what sort of technology there is available by the time we get to 2026, because you know, it used to be in the olden days, you just brought in almost like a carpet of right. grass and plunked it over the top of the artificial, and that's definitely not going to be what happens for this World Cup. You know, we're going to have to have a full irrigation system, and we're expecting the grass to be down there for a considerable period of time for the World Cup. So we'll be looking at all the various technologies available, but uh, it'll be exciting to see what they've got. Uh, available come World Cup, but hey, how great for the city was mm. that to actually get you know Atlanta? Uh, and I keep reminding people it's not just one game; it's going to be you know four, five, six games right. that's going to be played. So it's going to just be a a massive party. I think you know Atlanta is going to have a real chance to show the world what a exciting, diverse, dynamic young city it is. And I think it'll be one of the places everyone's going to want to come, whether they've got a ticket or not, just because we're a party city. Right. And Darren, for young homeowners out there, they're dealing with uh, shade and sun. But you go with zoysia. Rye, bent grass, uh, what are you feeling? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we'll have, but I know what we will have to have is the grow lights because obviously right. with the stain, with the roof we've got, we don't get the sunlight directly mm-hmm. on it. So whatever we have, we'll have a zillion of those um, those grow lights on. So the energy bill is going to be pretty uh, expensive for that year. All right. I know that, and that's the reason, guys, that are wondering, this is why you yeah. don't do it because of the cost involved. That's why, what was it, Carl, the one in uh, Phoenix, uh, the stadium there, they've got like the big pizza tray thing which comes, comes out, out at the bottom, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's challenging. There's no doubt. That's why we were curious to know what uh, you were thinking about, uh, if you guys had ever thought about grass with, mm-hmm. with our team. I'm talking about MLS. So mm-hmm. people see that and they go, well, why doesn't Atlanta United play on grass? Well, we'll ask Darren when he comes on. Hey, Darren, thanks again, man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, also, we play the Saturday MLS, Sunday NFL as well. So even converting. It's hard. Because, you know, we have to have the artificial. Otherwise, you just couldn't do it. Yeah, it is. Hey, man, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We will talk uh, again. Good luck at Toronto. Again, this is a tough stretch, guys. At New York, Red Bulls and then NYCFC. Those are the next three matches. That's uh, Saturday, Thursday, and then Sunday. That is obviously July 3rd before the holiday on July 4th. Those are our next three matches. Dan, thanks for stopping by. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.